Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Engston. All right, welcome to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, and guys, I have a special guest today, my co-host, none other than the superintendent of success, Randy Engston, everybody. How are you doing, Randy? Good morning. Hello, hello. All right. First, I'd like to thank our sponsors. (laughs) <laughs> Ryan and Daxi with these beautiful mugs they sent us. Yes, th- those of you watching by video. Yeah, the, the Built to Grow podcast mugs. I feel important. We got our faces on our mugs. Yeah, you look good. We're stepping up in the world. The whiskey. Talk about the whiskey, though. That whiskey? Well, <laughs> I wish it was whiskey. Yeah, that's next episode. All right, folks, we've got a good, good topic today. In fact, I would go as far as saying great because... This is something that comes up all the time, and really, it's it's to do with marketing, mm-hmm. and it's what what should we offer as an offer to get people in the gym? And we've got a couple to talk about, and for those of you guys watching, I do have some papers in front of me just because there's a lot to cover. I don't want to miss anything, so I've got my notes here, but uh, yeah, types of offers, and there's really seven of them we're going to go over in this episode, and we're going to talk about the pros and cons of each one, why why they work, why they don't, or when to use them. And how you should be using them in your gym. Absolutely. So this is a hot topic. Like uh, we, we, we work with gym owners all the time. And it's never really what they're offering and us marketing for it, that offer for them. It's mostly, hey, what should we offer to get people in the door? And that, there's a lot of answers to that question. And there's certain plays that work. Some don't. Sometimes some work better than others in different markets. And the funny thing is we can run the same campaign in different markets and it'll work in one and not in the other. And so the, the the real takeaway before we even get into this is that you're going to have to test these offers regardless of where, what we say. You're going to have to test them because they may or may not work in your, in your area. And maybe you're running one that used to work and it doesn't work anymore. It's a funny, funny little thing with, off, with offers and how people respond. Yeah, there's definitely a life cycle too when we're going to get into that. But I think just the belief and the understanding that there is no perfect offer. Right. Not, there's not going to be the one certain offer that you guys throw into your marketplace that you just set your automation to and your marketing, and then all of a sudden, you know, you focus on every other aspect. And it works forever. And it works forever. Exactly. It so just doesn't happen. It's been, I guess, with the, the cycle of Facebook marketing in the last few years, again, we felt pretty spoiled in the beginning, but because it's still relatively new... I think people are now starting to see the initial offers that they brought to the marketplace starting to hit that life cycle. So now there's confusion as to, oh my God, I've done this for so long and this has been my ticket. What do I do now? Exactly. So let's go over them because you're going to get some takeaways here that you can immediately implement in your business and hopefully take some, you know, get some new clients in your gym. So number one, okay. The foundation of every single gym should be should live within an we call an evergreen offer. An evergreen offer, for those you don't know, it's basically an offer that's always available. It's not 
you know, only available for certain times or this time of the year or for summer. It's your standard evergreen, and we call it a trial offer. I feel like this is the most important thing that you should have in your gym. So if I always ask clients on the phone, like if somebody was to drive down the street and see your sign, pull around, come into your gym, and they said, hey, you know, I saw your gym, I'm interested, I'm new in town or whatever, and I would like to try your gym, what would that offer be? And a lot of people, well, it's a free class or this, that, or the other thing. There's no system around that. So mm -hmm. what an evergreen offer is, what we call a trial offer to the gym, is something that you can systematize in your gym that the entire team knows, you can run KPIs against, and you know everybody on the team knows based on the length and duration of that client being in your gym, you know the set start and end points, you know you can systematize the check-ins, you can systematize the communication, you can run this as your always your, your current play, and you can create a system around it. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important. So for us, we run a 14-day, call it a kickstart, because we like to put a name. You, I mean, you have to kind of put a name around some of these things to make it a little bit more sexy. If you just said, hey, it's a 14-day trial to my gym, a lot of times that doesn't you know, get the attention that it needs. So we, we call it a kickstart. And within the kickstart, they're going to get 14 days of training. And we're going to mix it up to you know two, twice a week small group training and you know unlimited, basically, team training or boot camp or large group training, whatever you want to call it. And we also give them a 14-day meal plan. And it's you know they can start anytime. So it's a rolling start. If they buy today, they can start tomorrow. If they buy today, they can start Monday, whatever you want to do. Or really, whatever they want to do. Correct. I was going to say, this is an offer where the urgency and scarcity isn't so much there. It's the timing for the client. Yep, coming in. Correct. So that's your evergreen offer. We call it a trial. But again, you should always have something like this in your gym at any given time because you never know when somebody wants to come try out. And not every time will somebody just say, hey, sign me up for a, an annual membership at sure. unlimited training at 500 bucks a month. And it's important to have an evergreen trial or some sort of initial trial because, again, you don't always know what is the best fit for that client until they're exposed to some of your services. Yeah, Trials allow you to expose them to different levels of service or include different services and tiers. Yep. And so... And recommendation here is if you're going to run a trial in your gym, you want them to get exposed to every style of training that you offer. And most likely, they will convert into the membership level that they get on the trial. So if you just do large group training, even though you have other options in your gym for your trial, they're going to convert into a large group training client. You've built that relationship with them. Right. They mm -hmm. don't know any different. Correct. So if you give them a little bit of both, they can make a decision. And typically, most of our clients will go into the twice a week small group training with unlimited boot camps as a conversion out of the trial because that's exactly what they just experienced. So if you're going to do this, might as well give them the best. Absolutely. And then, then they can come down from there. But uh, let them try other things in your in your program, in your gym, at different membership levels, different styles of training, so they can get experience and exposed to what it is that you offer. And not everybody wants to buy right away. They, this is a this is a way to earn business. In fact, we tell them that we're earning your business over two weeks. Yes, it is paid. It's eighty nine for us. I've seen gyms at one forty nine. I've seen gyms at twenty bucks for this. So it's just really again your market. Test it. The biggest the biggest tell is always going to be how your marketplace receives it. Yeah. And I got some good data here in a minute about price points too. Yes. So, all right. So that's your evergreen offer. That's type of offer number one. Number Type of offer number two would be 
the challenge, or we call LBO or bracketed programs. We, we kind of coined the name bracketed programs back in 15, when we really ran these really hard, these LBOs, you've heard them called LBOs before. And really what this, that we call it bracketed is because it has a specific start date and a specific end date. They're, you're only taking X amount of people. It's all inclusive. It's for a flat rate and it's usually solution-based. Mm-hmm. The purpose of either losing weight, building muscle, there's usually an objective behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the reason these worked so well was, and again, the way we sold these, the conversion happened online, online. which was huge because it was at a price point where it wasn't something that somebody had to think too hard about. They knew exactly what they were getting because it's all through the funnel that we build they had the frequently asked questions. They knew, you know, how much training they're going to get. They knew the schedule. They knew the cost. They knew what they were getting in it and they knew what to expect. And it was really easy for somebody to say, yes, I can commit to that. Let me buy this for 97, 147, 249, whatever it was. And that's why they work so well. And that's how we generate over $2 million in online sales was through LBO funnels over the last couple of years. Yeah, and, and like you mentioned, it's important to have everything all inclusive and that the end user is aware of everything that's going to be included because when you're when you're doing the selling online, you don't have the opportunity to have that person in front of you asking the questions. And so you have to streamline, make sure everything's super obvious, super aware. Another big thing and another big reason that we were able to sell online effectively is risk removal. Mm-hmm. We We build in a guarantee that's, appealing to the consumer, but also has some sort of, how would you say it? Kind of like a, a, I don't want to say like a low barrier entry, but they have to perform certain tasks in order to qualify for those. Oh, Um, yes. Yes. So like the risk-free guarantee was like, Mm -hmm. hey, if you come to the gym four days a week, follow our nutrition plan, do X, Y, and Z, and you're still not happy, Mm -hmm. we'll give you your money back. No questions asked. Absolutely. It's a hundred percent money back guarantee. We just only, you only qualify if you show up and do the work, we're not in the business to just give, you know, give somebody, away free trials to people who just don't want to show up anymore. Yeah. Somebody got lazy. I want my money yep. back. No, you have to perform. You have to at least commit to doing this program. And if you don't like it after you commit to it, then sure, we'll give your money back. And w- I can remember some of the conversations early, early on. Like, I don't want to put that. that with the gym owners? Yeah. The gym the owners, owners we worked mm-hmm. we worked with said, hey, I don't want to put that guarantee on there because everybody's going to just do this program and get their money back. How many times did that ever happen? I mean, we ran this, we ran probably a thousand different low barrier offers for our clients. And I don't think there was, it was under five that I've heard of in four years. Yeah. I mean, we sold tens of thousands of online offers in maybe five. Yeah. Asked maybe for a five. Refund. Yep. So maybe five. That's a no brainer. You absolutely should put something like that on a funnel. So you remove the risk and you can get that person just to, just nudge them over the wall to make that decision. And and to to speak to that risk removal, I mean, as a gym owner, you should have the confidence of putting that everywhere. It, you should be able to stand by your product and say, okay, if somebody shows up for, you know, three, four training sessions a week, do, follows the nutrition protocol and doesn't receive results, it's not the trial. It's not the person that, that has an issue here. Typically, I mean, granted, five out of tens of thousands, there's yes. five individuals that we could relate that to. But if it, if it was if it was something where it was the majority of the people coming through, guys, then you look at your training and you look at your services. People are not going to spend that much time with you and not see results. Right. Right. Exactly. So that's your challenges, bracketed programs, LBO, whatever you want to call that. That's offer number two. Offer number three, limited time offer. Okay. So this is technically really a sale or a special. 
Maybe it's only open for certain times of training during the day. Like, hey, we're going to reduce our rates if you can train at two, three, or four in the afternoon. And because that's your slowest time, you want to fill that. You know, that's usually the hardest time to get people to come in and train is right in the middle of the day. It could be a flat rate. It could be percentage off. It could be a two for one. But this is your standard every day in the marketplace offer sales special. When do you think people should use this? Uh, Holidays. I think are a good one, mm-hmm. you know, certain events around the year, sometimes maybe like an anniversary. I like what you just mentioned as far as like the slow times of day um, to partner that with like a JV option. You know, if you're in a, you're in a, you're, you're a localized business, go to the businesses in your area. I know this is something that you guys do and you, you offer reduced rates for certain training slots or times throughout yes. the day mm-hmm. to get people into a facility when traditionally it's, it's extremely slow or quiet. So that would be a great opportunity, you know, 20% off our training from you know 2 in the afternoon to 3 in the afternoon based what? on the fact that your business needs people in the you know yep. in the gym so you can extend that discount as a way of enticing people to, yeah. to utilize those time slots yeah and again the the end goal here is that you test these see what they work i'm trying to give you guys ideas of ways to produce offers for your location i mean like randy said yes we do offer this kind of limited time sale or special rate for clients in this business park that we are located in. There's a company that's got, you know, several, I don't know, call it 30, 40 employees over there. And they all come over here right in the middle of the day. We don't have any training going on. It's a, it's a perfect synergy. We give them a little bit of a reduced rate. They come in and train. Perfect. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. So in the, in the company pays for it. So even one, better one card on file. That's a nice thing. Okay, so that's number three, limited time offer. Number four, which is a cool one, is specialty programs. So specialty programs could be, say, sports-specific style training. Maybe it's sports training. Maybe it's uh, football. It could be a 55 and older, maybe an active adult program that you want to put together. Again, specialty program. It could be training for a Tough Mudder or obstacle race. It could be a 5K or marathon program. Maybe it's a strength or one rep max style program. We're building strength to build up to a one rep max or strong man style training. There's there's hundreds of specialty stuff. I mean, yep. right now you've got strong moms, strong dads, pregnancy, weddings, all sorts of anything that you could. Golf. Golf. Yeah. Here, yeah. I mean, we're in Scottsdale. Golf. If you don't have a golf program, you're leaving money on the table. Yep. You th- this you see this style of offer a lot in the CrossFit community because they're always doing these competitions and, you know, training for tough mutters and things like that. Use them, create a program. Hey, you know, we're, we're going to be training guys for the tough mutter coming up in, you know, at the end of the year, we want to start training now. And this is X, Y, Z included. And it costs this try it out in your marketing. I think it'll be, I think it'll go over well, especially if you have that kind of event in your area. If that's the style of gym you have. And understand something like that doesn't necessarily have to be a huge conversion into memberships. Obviously the reason that we're in business and the reason that we have any of these offers is for that long-term client. But you know, some of those short-term all-inclusive programs, is it, it helps. The objective behind any of these is, is exposing people to your services. And those short-term programs that are all-inclusive are a great way to get a lot of eyes into what it is you're doing in a short period of time. Perfect. Okay, so number five. So that was, that was number four, specialty programs, just to kind of recap. Number one was evergreen offers. Number two was challenges or LBO, or we call them bracketed programs. Number three, limited time offers. And then we just talked about number four, which was specialty programs. Number five, flash sales. How do you use flash sales in your marketing? Well, 
to define flash sell, it's basically an extremely limited time offer. Maybe it's 24 hours to 48 hours. Maybe it's over a long weekend, over a holiday weekend. And you're going to completely change the game when you put something like this out there, it's, you think about Black Friday. Black Friday is ex- that; those are flash sales all over the place. Definition of a flash sale, yeah, yeah. Limited time flash sale, and then they roll it into Cyber Monday, and it kind of drags out Cyber Week. You know, like it's crazy. <laughs> it's becoming that way, yeah. yeah. So, but a flash sale really is just a super short twenty-four to you know whatever four-day offer, and typically you would use this for a quick cash influx. A lot of times these will be paid in full offers. I don't think you should I don't think you sh- you should necessarily discount your rates which is what you see a lot what I like to do is bundle like over bundle and include like incentivize the purchase. So give you a great example. We ran over the last 2 years we've run this. We've done 35k and 40k year back to back years over the the Black Friday weekend. Mm-hmm. And usually it's a paid in full offer for the year. What we'll do is we'll include smoothies and massage and all these extra like supplements, but we keep our training package the same cost. But because you're buying the Black Friday flash sale, you're getting all this other stuff bundled in and people go nuts for it because they're getting, and sometimes your current clients will see this and buy it, which, you know, whatever you're going to, they ended up getting a little bit better deal, but we also bring in new clients. They share it with their friends and we've got a really cool funnel that we've built out for this in the GPS. So if you're a GPS client, you can just download this and use it and make 30 grand. Yeah. There you go. Tim gave you the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two two different days. That, that, that's not a bad flash sale. I mean, that's a, that's a good cash influx. Yep. Exactly. So you could also do this during anniversaries as well. Like every, every year you can do a flash sale on your anniversary. You can create one, two, or three flash sale packages that are only for four days and you push it out there. We, when we do this over Black Friday, we stay off of Facebook because it's just so expensive. We do a hundred percent email marketing when we market the, uh, the Black Friday special funnel, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30 K or more per month? And now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, The Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. That's a good point. I mean, elaborate the importance of it, not without getting too deep into it, but being able to nurture a list with something like that, right? right. Why do you think it resonates more with an email list as well than it would well, yeah, traffic? Absolutely. So you've got the contact list. When, you're, when you have a list, and I know a lot of people are talking about emails dying out, and there's no doubt about the open rates and click rates are way down over the last several years. However, the benefit of having a email list is the ones that are engaged with your list are going to, obviously they're engaged, they're opening them. They're going to eat stuff like this up because you've been constantly giving them value, value, value. And then here's an amazing flash sale offer. They jump on these, they jump on these. 
And so, oh, and going back to the email deliverability rates, I've, I, I got a lesson in email deliverability from Evan. Evan's a, a consultant that I, you know, we just saw this happening where, where our, our open rates were dropping over year after year and month after month. And I was like, what is going on? And, and really it came down to a lot of things. There's a lot of new laws, but a lot of the email service providers are putting in, you know, basically dormant email flag. So if somebody doesn't go in and open an email, they don't log into their email, Yahoo account, Google account, Gmail, whatever, over six months, they, they flag that as a dormant account. And then if you email that inbox, you get flagged. So list hygiene is a thing. So we had over 10,000 contacts on our database here at Pulse Fitness, and we were getting 9% open rates, 10% open rates. And I found out that was what was happening. So what we did was we cleaned our list out. We basically don't email anybody that hasn't opened an email in, in three months. So 90 days, we do a constant cycling of this. It's all automated, of course. Tools. <laughs> so we automate the process. And basically we only send emails out to the people that open our emails in 90 days. And our email rates are in the 30% now. Obviously, we're not sending it out to the entire list, but we're only sending it out to the people that are interested. And so while that great big number of 10,000 look good on paper, if nobody's really seeing the message anyway, why send it to them? Exactly. And if they're not opening them and it's a dormant email account, you're only hurting your future deliverability with other emails that are good. And what was happening back before we cleaned the list up was somebody would opt in for something. We would send him an email and it would never get delivered to him because, well, are, we've been marked, right? Because we kept sending over and over to these emails with these dormant accounts. And we just were flagged. So we've cleaned that all up and it's a lot better now. So I suggest if you have an Infusionsoft, MailChimp, Active Campaign, Drip, whatever you guys are using, Actionetics, go ahead and get that cleaned out. And, if, and you better. Yeah, it's only going to hurt you. It doesn't make any sense to have a huge list and send it to dormant accounts and then you end up never, you know, get marked. At the end of the day, it's about having a list that's engaged regardless. The number of people in total doesn't matter if they're not engaged and actually interested in the services that you're bringing forth. And that's really what it comes down to. So Correct. Okay. So that was flash sales. Let's go into the next one. High barrier or application offers. I have good, so some good friends, uh, Casey and Jerry Washek over the Fit and 42 community in Palm Springs. They do this really, really well. This is our Fit and 42 program. It's, uh, it's like 1500 bucks. Yeah. And the first one that came to mind. Yeah. It's well, it, think about this high barrier offer is basically a super inclusive offer. It's a high price point, you call it high ticket, whatever you want to call it. Usually a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars. And basically it's, it's, it's a lifestyle transformation and a lifestyle transformation can include mindset. It can include nutrition coaching. It could include blood work. It can include seminars at the gym just for your groups and talking about, you know, lifestyle and how to live this healthy life. And they do this really, really well and get some amazing transformations from people because it's a complete overhaul. This isn't come in, train in a group. We'll see you next week. It's let's sit down. Let's talk about your life. Let's talk about, we'll do some life coaching stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's do some nutrition in here. Let's, let's go to your house and clean your fridge and pantries out. Let's take the group to the grocery, grocery store, store and sure. do the shopping with, with you and creating that meal plan together. And just, but, but you got to charge for that. So typically this will happen through what we call an application funnel. It might be a video to a landing page to fill out an application to an interview 
to a purchase in person because you're not going to catch $1,500 in an online transaction unless you're sitting there talking to somebody. Let's, let's just touch on that for real quickly because after years and years and years working with a number of, I mean, thousands of facilities, hundreds of facilities nationwide, worldwide now. Yep. There, there is a belief that automation can can carry you kind of completely remove gym owners and the sales from the in person face to face. Right, and that's something that I like. We, I really want to draw attention to is your automation. Even a low barrier offer is still low enough where there's that confidence. It's almost like the candy bar to check out. It's it's skin in the game, but it's not a huge buying factor for an individual where they're not uncomfortable purchasing something. A high barrier application needs to be done in person. Any of the automation, any of the lead generation, all of that should be gearing towards your objective should be a face-to-face consultation in order to make that sale happen. And there needs to be an understanding that at certain price points, that sale online is just not going to happen. There's a level of comfort that everybody, it doesn't matter how deep the pockets of the individuals you're talking to. They haven't, exp- they haven't seen your facility. They haven't walked through. They haven't talked to a trainer. They haven't talked to any of the ownership. They don't know the cleanliness. They don't know the music you play. Yeah, You exactly. need, yeah. when there's a dollar amount like this involved, you need to understand, get that person in front of you, get that person in the door, show them what they're going to experience because that is all going to come to their level of comfort when it does come time to yeah. purchasing this. It's a great point. We've got clients that want to automate these high ticket offers and you just can't do it. I mean, the price point w- that we found Stops converting online is $247. Com- like comfortably. Can you push beyond that? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. But you better be on top of every aspect. You better have the greatest content, the greatest nurture, the yep. greatest sales. It just is that at way. At scale and at volume, we've tested every price point out there for low barrier offers. And although we really never went lower than, say, like 89 online, where you see a lot of people doing 21 for 21 and 14 for 14, we never went that low. We we kind of settled in that $97 for, say, 21 days was our perfect offer. And again, this has been over the last several years, but and it might be a little different today. But you just, once you start pushing it, 200, 220, 240, 290, 310, you know what I mean? They just start decreasing and you just can't, there's a point of no return. Yeah, you can make a sale or mm-hmm. two or four. But you're not going to get the the twenty or the thirty. There's a, there there is work that goes involved in putting these things together as well, and that's something that you have to understand too. Is it worth again goes back to your numbers in your business? Is it worth running a challenge for three participants, given the price point? It might be. Is it? Do you need thirty, forty participants at ninety seven dollars or something mm-hmm. like that in order to make that long term ROI a success? So it's all about your numbers and knowing your numbers, constantly reinforcing. Yeah, and going back to the way we ran our campaigns, all the conversions happened online. We took the sales process out of the responsibility of the team of the gyms that we were working with, and we converted that into an online sales process that was not easy to do. By mm-hmm. the way, this isn't something that you you slap together and send them to a funnel and never retarget or never follow up. It's This was all through automation. But when we were at that 247 and under price point, say to 97, we could do that online. We did it through funnels. In fact, that's how we got our two comic club awards. It was mm-hmm. these through these funnels that would would create these, these sales processes that would happen online. It was amazing. And it still is amazing. It still can be done. But 
when you get to the high barrier stuff, you better be getting in front of somebody, getting on the phone, talking to somebody in person. That's when you're going to make the sale at the higher, higher tickets. So, okay. So that's the high barrier application. And the last one, last but not least, the free offer. Ooh, free offers. Okay. So there's some pros and cons, right? So pros, everybody wants something for free. Lots of numbers, lots of lists. You can get a list of people that raise their hand for a free week all day long. In fact, pretty easy to do. It's a Facebook ad to a funnel, to a voucher, to opt-in, and you're on with the list. Then in order for you to be successful with a free offer, you have to have a dialed-in sales process, period. You can't expect somebody that puts their name and information online to walk in your door without any type of follow-up. So what do you have to do to get somebody from a free offer into the gym? Well, it starts with an immediate call. So you've got to be on the game when it comes to somebody submitting a lead online. You can't call them tomorrow. Time, yeah, time is of the essence. Shorten that, yep. that gap. Yep, and there's a lot of tools to do this. I know uh, Dan Henry, uh, our friend Dan's got uh, something called Lead Owl. Basically, it, uh, it notifies you immediately, and then you can just click a button and call the client or call the prospect. Uh, but you're going to get higher leads. You're going to get a huge lead. In fact, a lot of the gurus out there will love to show you the numbers that they produce for their gym clients with offers like this. I can close my eyes and type on the keyboard a free offer, hit send and submit, and I will get 150 leads. I don't even know what it says because it's free. That's what people need to understand. It's not the quantity of leads. It's going to be the quality. The quality of a lead that comes from a free offer is lower. It's just part of it. They don't want to have any skin in the game. There's no reason to come in and even show up. Or if they do show up and they don't continue after that, they, they lost nothing. So one of the things that we like to do is we parlay the free offer with something we call the Netflix play. Netflix, Flix close. So everybody knows Netflix is pretty common, right? So everybody knows how Netflix grew so fast as they do what's called a trial where you put your credit card in online, you get 30 days of Netflix and you get billed on day 31. That's their offer. That's their That's offer. their offer. <laughs> now, the way you do this in the gym, it's really slick. You do the same thing as Netflix. So Basically, basically you do this. You would run a, we'd like to do 14 days because this gives you a little bit more time with a client. We'll do a 14 day free offer. We'll send Facebook ads out there to a, a lead, lead, like a Facebook lead ad or a funnel. It doesn't matter. You get client information and the goal at that point is to get them to, it's a free offer. They come in, they commit to a membership on day one. Yes. You say, hey, we want to make this really easy for you to continue on with us after this trial. So go ahead and what we want, what we do with all our clients is we're gonna have you sign up for a, mem a membership. It could be A or B. You don't really wanna give them too many options. And we promise not to bill your card until day 15, day eight, day 31, however long your trial is. And after, you know, basically if they, they wanna cancel at any time, you just let me know, just shoot me an email and we can cancel your agreement. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. 
And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. Yeah, it puts the the work in the client's plate in order for them to have to opt out. Mm-hmm. I, it goes along with anybody who's been in sales. It's like an assumptive close. Yep. That person's in front of you. Your belief is that they want the services that you have to offer. It's our objective to kind of disqualify that individual. Yep. And so by self-selecting which membership they want to move into, the work is done. That person's rolling into a membership, which is our objective for the trial in the first place, gives them the opportunity to take a little bit of action, risk removal, right? They're, oh, cool. I still get these 14 days for free. Mm-hmm. But in the event that I don't like the training, the service, whatever, forever, whatever reason it is, yep. they can take action. And I love that because it, it assumes that the majority of people are going to be members joining day yep. one. Yep. And so we've done this for a while. I can tell you that it is difficult to get people to show up because our, our sales scripts, our phone call scripts is to disqualify somebody from even showing up. So we get on the phone. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Hey, we saw that you had interest in our 14-day program. It's so awesome. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me a little bit about your goals. Great. Awesome. Once you get that information from that person, you say, okay, so here's how the, how the trial works. We're going to have you come in. And we, you know what we do is we ask you to commit to a long-term program with us. However, we're not going to bill your account until the 15th day. We give you 14 days to try us out. And if at any time that you don't want to continue, all you need to do is let me know and I'll tear the contract up, hand it back to you. No harm, no foul. We go our separate ways. But it's our it's our goal to earn your business over these 14 days, show you what we have to offer. You just told me that you wanted to lose 25 pounds and we can absolutely do that for you, but it's not, that's not going to happen in 14 days. This is a little bit more of a long-term goal and we want you to try and experience our club. And we know that you're going to love it and to make it really easy for you, we want you to just go ahead and continue on. We'll just have you commit day one, and then you go on with your day. If they hear that, then they still come in, and then you tell that to them again at the gym, they still sign up, they're going to continue yeah, on. Yes, positioning. You're, it's just part of the process. A lot of the things Tim said, and you can tell he's naturally, like he's comfortable with this process, it's because he believes in his systems, he believes in his facility, he believes in the results, he knows his team's going to perform. These are all the things that go along with making sure that that sales process is flawless. That Netflix close is not something that's difficult um, as long as you believe in the services and the products and everything that you have to do. Mindset. Completely. If you have somebody who's in that position that has to go, you know, oh, well, now I've got to go, I got to get this person to commit to something, that, that hang up around the sale. This is probably the easiest transition into actually converting a sale for somebody who's uncomfortable because you're... You're giving them the option to opt out either way. Yeah, there's no risk. They're, exactly. And so positioning that from the salesperson, getting that salesperson to wrap their mind around the fact that this is a solution for a problem that this person has. Yep. And then positioning that from the converse, in the conversation with the client as well, because that can be taken either way from, from the client standpoint, right? I'm not trying to hardball you into this membership. I'm trying, I want to make this transition easier for you. Right. So the way that that is communicated to the client should be positioned that way as well. I want you to not have to take more action, but yet 
roll into the membership that you want right now. So yep. this is an easy, natural progression. And then next week, you're part of the family. You're not a trial. A trial. So Yeah, this is a really good sales technique for people that are not confident in sales. So if this is, if this is you and you're listening to this, this is something you want to try, do it. Let me know how, how it goes. I, I feel pretty confident that anybody can do that play. And the nice thing is, is you get the benefit of using the word free and getting leads, but you got some work to do to get the people to show up and you got some work to do to can, can like exclude the people that are tire kickers and all these other things. I'll tell you a couple of success stories. We've run this several times over the last, you know, 18 months. Uh, we ran it, we were getting leads, everything was awesome, but which people just weren't showing up. We put a couple of things into place, some automation, and we've got more people coming in. And my fitness director was was having trouble because he was pushing so hard for the DQ to disqualify people that he was not seeing a lot of people. And mm -hmm. and I told him that there was no point to having those people come in because they were never serious anyway. Well, finally, we had uh, you know a client come in, Lisa, and she's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw the free offers. Yeah, 14 days, great, cool. I don't even want that. I just want to go ahead and get started. And we had two or three of those back to back. And then again, and then front, you know, and then people are continuing on. It was just, he had to get some people in front of him. He was getting discouraged when we first started doing this just because nobody was coming in. But right. I said, that's the point. We don't want people coming in, using up our time if they're not serious about joining. So we, we put this hard DQ and we put it in the emails and we put it in the call scripts and we put it everywhere to make sure that only people that were serious were showing up for this, and it works. That That is knowing your marketplace, knowing your avatar client very well, and that's so important. I know, you, I don't know, if, I don't think you ever got to the numbers. I think you want to circle back to those at some point too. Yeah, but uh, you said you had some good number, good oh, data. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're in a place of scarcity versus abundance, right? These clients are coming in the door. They want to be in the door. Scarcity mindset says, I need to capture everybody. I can't let somebody walk out of the door. Right. But right. that is a place of scarcity. And when you realize that not everybody that walks through the door, not everybody that lives in town is a perfect fit for your facility, you want to, to, keep, to disqualify everybody who doesn't. You want to protect your tribe, if you may. Make sure that they're a fit. They're, not only that they can pay for your services, but they're not going to disrupt the classes that they're in or the membership, uh, the trainer yep. training sessions that they're in. So that hard disqualification forces only the people who are the perfect fit for your facility into your memberships. Right. And that's, that, that's a position Tim's in. That might not be appropriate for every facility based on your needs to keep the doors open and so forth, sure. but that it should be an eventual pro, you know, progression as you understand who your avatar client is Who's spending the most money with you? Who's staying the longest? How do you go speak to that demo that demographic? How do you find that demographic? And that's kind of the reason that we brought forth so many different offers, because a free trial may not bring that appropriate avatar client. Right. The you know all inclusive high end offer might be the the only thing that in these the offers that we've covered might be the one area that you see the most success. So you have to try for your unique marketplace. Absolutely. And not be afraid to try multiples. Try them all, guys. That's what marketing is. Because I could tell you, we've run identical campaigns in two parts of the country, and one explodes, one dies. Down to the point where like almost identical exposure, yeah. like the client-facing information, with the exception of like the gym information and where they're located, yep. price point, everything down to exception of the logo. I mean, we've probably run it with 
the same franchises in different places yes. and seeing different results. Yes, so it's, it's not necessarily just the, the facility, the offer, what comes. It's the people in that area is is the hardest thing to go figure out, and that's the one thing that we can't help you. We we will never be able to give you that information. Yep. it's something that you're going to have to experience and try and find on your own. Something that we did and we still do at at Profit with our clients is we overanalyze data. We want everybody to be a home run. The reality is not everybody's going to get a home run campaign off the jump. And we went through hundreds, call it thousands. It's not an exaggeration. Thousands and thousands of campaigns. We took our top five best performing campaigns per season against our lowest for a particular season. And do you guys some context? There's been times where we've been running 88 simultaneous funnel campaigns, 88 campaigns as far as Facebook ads, retargeting, lead magnets for 88 different clients all over a 30-day period. And we got a lot of data. And Tons. we this is what's crazy is let's look at the best performing versus the worst performing. Let's look at the the colors. Let's look at the demographics. Let's look at because we put pictures of the owners on the page. Are the pictures of the owners on the on the best performing ones? Are they smiling? Is there a man and a woman? Is it just a man? Is it just a woman? What about the lowest? What did the price point? What was the price point? What was the Yelp reviews like? What were the Google reviews like against the top and the and the worst? Content on their Facebook pages. How many likes? Yeah. How how are they engaging on the ads? And we got about 30 to 40 data points. And we went and we had the whole team do this. And we looked at the name of the company. We looked at, I mean, there were so many different things. We definitely looked at the demographics and the, the financial data in, in each area. We looked at the, the f- pictures of the facilities. We looked at, and there was no clear evidence as to why one would outperform another one, none. Nothing definitive. Thousands of campaigns, 40 data points, Yelp reviews, Google reviews, colors of logos, man, woman, price points, schedules, anything you can imagine. We were thinking like there has to be a reason why these ones perform better than these ones. And to take it even further, I took this to, I don't know if you guys have heard of Nicholas Kuzmich. I took this exact data to him. I saw him at a seminar and I sat him down and I walked through all of this with him. And he's like, dude, I don't know. Yeah. There's no reason that that should be the process. I mean, the pro- the pro- there's no reasons. And I go, thank you. One thing that I found out later on that could have been the reason, I talked to another buddy of mine, Maxwell Finn, at another conference. I asked him this specific question. And this is what sucks about life for, for Facebook users. <laughs> I said, is there any bearing on the success or failure of a campaign based on the ad account and the Facebook page that the campaigns run from. He goes, absolutely. Is there any bearing on the credit card on file against if it's on multiple ad accounts, one ad account, maybe one ad account's got a lot of banned or denied ads against another one? Absolutely. And I could not understand the offers were the same, the funnels were the same, the images were the same, the ad copy was the same, the demographics the same, but one Facebook page had a negative reputation and one Facebook page had a positive reputation. The positive reputation typically would out, out you know, would beat the lower, okay? So in the eyes of Facebook, not the marketplace, correct? 
in the eyes of Facebook. Yes. So without any bearing on any work that we did, it, it, it prevented us from being able to succeed for a particular client versus another. We had no control mm-hmm. over what they were posting in the, in the, you know what I mean? In the ads that they ran, but it affected the campaigns. Yeah, and Isn't that it, crazy? it became more and more prevalent too as we saw a lot of denials happening that were not, I mean, not from not from the things we were running, but because we were linked to these ad accounts and these pages, we were seeing the, the denials happen. And eventually it became apparent that the pages that had the most denials were having the hardest time converting yeah, sales as well. It basically puts you in Facebook jail without yeah. telling you. Yeah, when you hear things like shadow banned and you know all these terms, first of all, there's no no indicator Right, so it's not like we went into those ads managers and then saw, oh, we're we're flagged for this reason. This is all in the back end. This is all just an algorithm. In, yeah, exactly. So, and so you could you could tell that that put us in a tough position to be able to perform for a particular client because we had no we had no way to fix it for some reason. So we've had to create multiple ad accounts. Anyways, that that's that's a little bit. Oh, on top of that, we did heat mapping. Remember yeah, this? Yeah. Something called Hot Jar. We put we would put heat mapping on the software on the funnel, and then we would watch and see where people were clicking. We were watching them how far they would scroll down, where we were losing people. The heat maps would also show where the cursor was and the hot the hot points where they're reading what they're reading. You know, one thing if you guys have a frequently asked question section on your on your funnels, that's where people spend the most time. Most time sure. So if you can have that on there and on a funnel, that's a great place to be because we've we've looked at the data and that's where people are watching. That's where they stop and that's where they read. You can see the scroll stop. You can see the cursor going back and forth. It's pretty pretty cool. So on top of that, real quick, here's a quick little design bonus. On top of that, yeah. make in in a sales funnel situation. Make sure you're not allowing people to leave your sales funnel using a link, using you know other other ways out. The design of a sales funnel is to keep them there, move them through the funnel. So if you're including your website, try to do so without making a clickable link in a sales funnel. I mean, there's places you can have it, yeah. but you don't want that in your frequently asked questions if that's just going to steer somebody out of your funnel and then you're going to lose them. Good you know, point. avoid some of those situations. You, you're not hard to find. If somebody needs to give you a call, you have your phone number, they're going to call you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need to make it a clickable link so that we're eliminating that process necessarily in a sales funnel situation. Exactly. Cool. All right. Last to final thing, you know, and I want to recap this, but we went over some data here and this is really cool to kind of let everybody know. Been in business 10 years. We played with a lot of different price points in our gym. Not Not talking about offers, but I'm talking about memberships and we, we've kind of settled in on this, this $350 price point in this area. And when I first introduced this, call it 2011, 12, 13, somewhere in there, I was doing all the sales. I was selling these like hotcakes. Like everybody was buying 350. I was like, well, hell, if everybody's buying 350, let me bump it up to 450, 550. I got up to 650 at some points. I had a couple of people buying that. And what happened over time is that now that we have the data is that we went up above that 350 point and we were having a tougher time selling the 450 or 399. But, you know, obviously that makes sense. But we go back in our database and we still have people pay, they're paying the 350 mark from eight years ago, seven years ago when we started this. And we're like, man, that was really easy. Let's just bring our price points back to 350. And the point is, and, and, and we are right now to 350 for a particular product, and it's going to be really easy to sell. I already know it. 
because of this area. But the point is that you've got to test all these different things, just like your offer. You have to test all your different price points and you'll find one that is really easy to sell. You can still make money at, and people stay at that because it's not, you know, it's not too hard for them to spend that every month. And the toughest thing about fitness is when times get tough for your clients, typically they take fitness and they throw that out the door, at least their trainer. And they say, Hey, that's, that's a luxury to me. I'm paying that. I feel guilty about paying that. I'm going to take that off of the plate and, re- and cancel my training before anything else because they feel like that's that's a you know a luxury item, which is silly because without your health or anything, you got nothing. Or the other thing is, I hear this sometimes. Oh well, I already know how to do it now, <laughs> and I can do this on my own. Well, the problem is nobody's holding them accountable. They, they end you up coming show back. Up. They don't show up. There's no <laughs> trainer to hold you accountable. You're not going to be coming back in. So test these offers. Test these seven that we talked about. I'll recap them. Evergreen. LBO bracketed programs, limited time offers, specialty programs, flash shells, high barrier application offers, and the free offer. Test these in your market. You're going to find one that works. You're going to find one that you can create systems around. Don't forget to have that evergreen, kind of have a systematized evergreen for your program, like for your gym to try it out. Maybe it's 14, maybe it's 30 days, maybe it's 21, whatever you guys want to do. Totally up to you. But test these. You're going to find one that works for you, just like I found the price point that works great for us, and we know the offers that work great for us here. Yeah, record the data. Try it. Different durations, different price points. It, it all comes back to what is going to appeal to your marketplace the greatest. And unfortunately, you know, as being in the marketing world, I wish we could just say, hey, go do this, and it work, and it stay working, but that's not the world that we live in. Yep. Go get the data for yourself, and then be, once you have that data, you're able to come back and look at it. Like Tim said, he's been open for 10 years. He's able to go pull back all of those that information and look at and solidify these decisions based on information that is real world application. Yeah. It's not some hypey, oh, this is the next latest and greatest and we're throwing all our eggs in that basket. It's yeah. just, this is tried and true. And it comes with work. It comes with time. It comes with trying. And, and some of them are failures. I mean, we, we've run sure. campaigns here that just didn't bang and you know we lost money on, but- at the end of the day, we know that that's not an area we're going to continue to spend money. I can tell you that with gym owners that are in our circle, that are doing their own thing, they are spending money on things that are not paying off for them yep. in these types of trials. And so know your numbers, know your data, constantly try new things and circle back. This Marketing is not an answer. It is not a solution. It's a process. And it constantly needs to be revisited. Yep. And one last thing, guys, if you're a gym owner and you want to join, we have a private Facebook group called Marketing Talk for Fitness Professionals. Just type that into Facebook uh, search. You can join the group. This is only for gym owners. If you're an agency owner, I will not let you in. Sorry. But uh, (laughs) this is just for gym owners. There's some great conversations in there. We do some Facebook lives with gym owners that have great success with campaigns. And not all of them are our clients. Most of them are, but not all of them are our clients. And we just share. It's it's open forum. There's nobody competing with anybody. It's called Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. It's a private Facebook group. We'll, we'll let you in. Let us know that you came from the podcast. That'd be awesome to hear that. Other than that, guys, keep crushing, keep changing lives, and, and good luck with this. Uh, trying these different offers, and I'd love to hear how they do for you. All yeah. Right? Until the next time, guys, we'll see you. Bye. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. 
And if you found value in this episode, I'd love it if you do me a quick favor and rate and review the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. See, this lets the platform know that I'm doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge, huge help and I would be very grateful. Until next time, keep building something great. We'll see you on the next show.